When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Got a minute? Get a tan. <laughs> Hello, and we are back on the Tanning Booth Podcast. You already know. Um, <laughs> okay, number one, I am sorry for ghosting you last weekend. I have an explanation, I promise. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, as some of you may know, I am moving out of my current apartment in California. So, I, I did a year lease. I did the damn thing. And you know what? It was beautiful. It was incredible. But we wanted to throw one last fucking rager. I'm talking Project X. (laughs) If you're my neighbor, um, we just sat there and had a pillow fight. But if you're not my neighbor, oh, baby, it was a rager. It was a rager. So we threw one last final party, and it was on that Friday. So I literally spent all week prepping for it. It was crazy. So um, fun little thing that we did this time. We actually got silent DJ headphones um, which I did not know you could rent those. Like, I, I don't know if I just thought people pulled them out of their ass or what, but I just did not think you'd be able to rent those. And for how fucking cheap I rented them. This is not sponsored, but y'all need to book a headphone rental, especially if you're scared about your neighbors calling the police. Bitch, we threw a rager and it was loud. But from the outside, it sounded like, from everybody on the porch they probably thought what the fuck are they doing in there but i'll tell you when i say it's loud is loud so um it was really cute um some of you may have seen on my instagram story i performed in drag which is more of a hobby for me it's more of like an art medium um i i really have like a a viewpoint about like things creatively that like if you have an impulse to do it just fucking do it it doesn't matter if you're any good at it. It doesn't matter if somebody's better at it than you. Like, nothing is more freeing to me than, like, just pulling out paper and drawing or, like, painting or, you know, that's that's what drag is for me. It's like, bitch, I might not be the best dancer in the world, but damn, do I feel good, you know? Like, and I was really just, I was just proud. I was just proud to have, like, it felt really good just to have a group of my friends come together and we all just said goodbye to an incredible year of just... I don't know, just a lot of growth. So I threw a Project X fucking banger and performed in drag and moved back to Arizona, which let's talk about this really fast. Tell me why it's been 116 degrees in Arizona. People say, oh, girl, you're going to burn in hell. Honey, I already am. This is unreal. So, yeah, I've been sweating my fucking balls off in Arizona, but um, it is lovely to be back and... Yeah, I, one last update on me, and then we'll, then, I mean, motherfucker, it is my podcast, but (laughs) it's like, this is about us. Um, But one last update about me, 
I am really committing to posting more, not only show up for myself, but show up for you guys. It's like how much I really appreciate that we have the communication style that we do. I love that, you know, you guys DM me. I love that, you know, we keep up on the podcast. You guys are always like, I swear to God, like when I see the comments on like photos or my stories or videos or whatever on TikTok, it's like, the comments that you guys post are so fucking funny. There are so many people that would kill for that. You know, I this is a safe space. I know that sounds so fucking tacky, but this is a safe space that we really can just, like, have fun and just, like, chill the fuck out for a minute. And, like, I don't know. I just, I've really been on my, like, grateful shit lately, and it makes me want to work even harder. So I'm just saying, like... I'm just going to really push myself. I'm going to push myself and post more and do more and write more and YouTube and podcast and everything. I just I just want to fucking do it all right now. I'm on my Oprah Winfrey shit, girl. I want to do it all. Um, so anyway, let's talk about it. So today's podcast episode, um, honey, I am not sponsored, but I am having myself a glass of Love Olivia wine from Trader Joe's. So If you're behind the wheel, honey, ignore this advice, but pour yourself a glass of wine. Um, If you're under 21, I guess also ignore that advice, but girl, if I mean, honey, we all gonna have to taste it at one point, so go ahead and get in the pantry and grab that shit. (laughs) But um, anyway, so I am having a glass of wine for today's podcast, so that can only mean one thing. We're talking about men. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) I feel like you see a lot nowadays where people talk about like red flags and green flags. Basically, we all know, you know, just to refresh, like a green flag is something like when you think about it, like it gives you like a warm feeling in your gut. Like, for example, men that are good with pets. That's a green flag in my book. That is a green fucking flag. Thank you for being sweet and gentle. Like, oh my God, like you're reading, like, bitch, you're giving Disney prints right now. Like, thank you for, oh my God, he kissed the dog on the nose. Oh, green flag red flag like so so no, no red flag would be where you know if a man come over and start spanking my dog uh ma'am i can discipline my kid you could not don't do not spank my dog <laughs> no 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 but back to green flag really this is how intricate it is though because i can tell you red flags and green flags about just about how men are with pets green flag not when they spank your dog, but when they give them those rough little pats on their back. You know what I'm talking about? When they spank your dog, they like, like when they pet your dog, like all aggressive, like y'all know what I'm talking about. That's like, oh, you're not afraid to like love my pet. You're not just like petting him like, oh yeah, Fido, go lay down. Like, no, you're like, I fucking love you. Like, I fucking love you. I fucking love your dog. Like, oh, that's a green flag. That's a green flag. You better love me and my dog. Woo. Oh boy. Yeah, this glass of wine be honey but really let's talk about it so like so a green flag is something where you're like yes that makes me happy that gives me a warm feeling a red flag you're like oh my god that just gave me the chills so before we really get into this listing i'm going to kind of list my personal green flags personal red flags and we can kind of debrief about these and also i would love for you guys to message me your personal you know opinions on these but um let's first talk about do you believe that a red flag is negotiable because personally personally speaking A lot of times red flags grow in people, especially men, because no one else fucking points it out. No one else fucking says, and that shouldn't be our job. That shouldn't be our responsibility. Let's be very clear on that. But a lot of people, you know, it's like, okay, you do this and I don't like that. Um, And, you know, 
past partners have probably also not liked that. So let me do you a favor. What the fuck are you doing right now? You know, whatever the red flag is, I, I think a lot of it is like mentality stuff where they're, they, I'm, the first red flag I'm going to get into is where they're always the victim. I think that's a huge red flag, right? So for me, my first instinct would say, hey, but this is something that's bothering me that I keep noticing. What is that? Why do you do that? Are you aware of that? And then if it persists, whatever. But for me to go into relationships and be like, oh my God, you have a trait that's very similar to an ex that I have. I feel like that's not, I don't, I don't, I'm trying not to do that as much. Because listen, if somebody got bad fucking table manners and it reminds me of my ex, how about I grab the current man that I'm fucking with and say, hey, get your elbows off the fucking table, Mary. Versus saying, oh my God, you're just like my ex. No, 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 no. You know, like, how about I just say, hey, honey, get your fucking elbows off the table. Not, oh, see, I can never be with a man that has bad table manners. No, 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 no. How about I fix you? Oh God, here we go. How about I fix you? (laughs) Like, how about I work to fix you first? Before I walk away, I'm going to try and fix you. And yes, I understand, y'all. I understand that's bad. Blah, 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 blah. But girl, let's get real. To me, I'm not going to call a red flag a red flag right off the jump. I'm going to I'm gonna investigate a little bit, bitch, like I'm Nancy Drew. I'm going to investigate a little bit. I want, I want you to know that is the headspace I'm going into this list with. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has things that need adjusted, changed, or whatever to be more compatible. I understand that. So anyway, girl, I'm acting like I'm on a fucking apology tour. But I'm just, I'm telling y'all, I do believe people can grow from red flags, but I want to get into these. Starting with a red flag of mine. I already mentioned it. When someone is always the victim. And by that, I mean, my ex is crazy. My friends always fuck me over. My boss is horrible to me. You telling me everybody in the world got pitchforks and flames outside your house? You're like Shrek? I don't think. I don't I don't think. That the thing <laughs> the thing is like to one degree or another, that is a mentality. There is a thing about bad luck. There is a thing about people genuinely being a bitch to you. And there is a thing about people genuinely like fucking with you and trying to tear you down. That is totally there. But I will say, if you look for it, you find it in nine times out of 10. And if a man comes to me and the first thing he wants to say is, oh, ignore my ex. My ex is a crazy bitch. Why? Why do you feel that way? Because am I going to be crazy? And if we break up, am I crazy? I know I'm crazy, but... (laughs) But I'm saying, like, I don't think you get to say that. I can say that. You can't say that. So that's why I'm like, for me, that's already... That's telling me. That's telling me that you don't... You see yourself as the main character of life, that everyone is attacking you. Everybody is disservicing you. I'm sorry, but I, I understand that mentality. I really do. I feel like I have had teachers that have failed me because they're they're in personal feelings about me, you know? But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? They probably think I'm a dickhead. They probably think I don't focus in class. They probably think that I, you know, have a vendetta against them, that I don't turn in my work. You know, that was high school for me. I, I, I was always the victim. I felt like, you know, my teachers are failing me, but they shouldn't be giving out that many packets, which I mean is true, low-key, but like they shouldn't be giving out that many packets. What kind of victim-ass mentality is that? And that's what I think is a huge red flag about men or just a partner in general is when, you know, they constantly find a way that the world is out to get them. 
honey, if we're going to stay together forever, you can't be telling me that the tax collector is trying to kill your vibe. Pay your fucking bills, Mary. You know, like, <laughs> that's how I feel. So a nice heavenly transition now to a green flag off that. I think a really major green flag for me is when someone is outwardly nice and kind of creates a nice environment to kids, animals, you know, old ladies in the store, and it doesn't feel performative. That's a key word. Because you know when somebody opens the door for you on the first date and then they never open the door again, you're like, okay, clock that T. So you you were performing as a nice guy and then you got comfortable. When I am with a man and they constantly are being nice to wait staff, being nice to fucking kids, and girl, I can't stand kids nine times out of ten. So if I see somebody being like, oh, look at that kid, it's good. It's like, oh my God, you are really an angel right now. You know, they're being nice to the world around them. That is a green flag to me. Because that to me shows, it's again about headspace. That to me shows you are in such a great headspace in your day. You just want to be in love with the life you live and and you think positively of the world around you. You know, it's like fucking Snow White, bitch. When Snow White whistles and the birds and the chipmunks came up to her, I am sure there are certain people that if they whistled and they got chipmunks coming up to them, they say, oh my God, get the fuck, get that smelly fucking thing away from me. But Snow White's like, I invite you in, okay? Like, I, I, I love the world around me. Like, oh my God, look at that guy blowing leaves over there. Isn't that just divine? That is such a green fucking flag to me. Like, thank you for not feeling like the whole world is out to inconvenience you. Like, God damn it, there is beauty to this. There is beauty to the things in the world. And that, to me, is a great headspace to be in and is a major green flag. I don't know why I said that like that, but you know what I mean. So let's go to a red flag. This is a red flag that I I don't really know how to describe, okay? But you need to hear me out. When they're on a bad luck streak constantly, they are losing their wallet. Bitch, they wrecked the car. They got fired. Somebody hit them in the bar. Honey... You a magnet for disaster. And I believe, I don't know what I believe in the world, but I will tell you, somebody upstairs is looking out for me right now because they are sending me flags because the whole world, shit is rejecting you actively. Honey, if your wallet don't even want to stay in your pocket, oh shit, I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. Do you know what I mean? You know when you got, I have friends like that too. Like I've had friends like that in the past where you're like, oh my God, I feel like you, the universe is really weighing on you right now. And I don't want to be a punching bag for that. And I also can't help but notice, like, damn, you're getting it really hard. And and you're also, like, you're, that energy is just following you. And to that, I say, I need to get the fuck out of there. Because that, that's a personal journey at that point. Because my wallet's still in my pocket. My car is not wrecked. You know, my milk is still good in the fridge. But when they talk, it's like, oh, my Lord. I feel like if you are that unlucky, almost like I think you're a little bit irresponsible. Like, bitch, you losing your wallet, you wrecking the car, you fucking the shit up, and you're like, oh my god, the world is out to get me. No, 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 honey, I think you just need to get off your Angry Birds while you're driving. Like, <laughs> hot take. But, um, anyway. So, now moving back to Green Flag. I think if someone has a very nice, organized, clean space, that is a Green Flag to me. 
Um, we have talked about this in a past podcast. I am not talking that the shit looks like it's never been lived in. You know, if your shoes are out or, you know, you got a shirt out that you wore the other day, that is fine. But I am talking like if you spilled a soda and you did not touch it for two weeks, honey, I need to get the fuck out of that space because that is crazy. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a bad sign to me. So a green flag to me is a nice and organized space and, and it feels like healthy in there. It feels clean in there. It feels like, oh my God, it just has like a good vibe to it, right? I'm going to now talk about another green flag. I love an open book, right? I love an open book. But there is something about the timeline of someone being a little reserved and opening up to you that is a major green flag for me. I am an open book through and through. But I will say I can only tell you about five people in my life, four or five, that know the deep, the the full picture. And that's very special to me. And, you know, there's some people that know half the story but don't know all the story. But I know, I know that I have hit that place, though, with significant others in my life where I shared things with them or I got open with them or I just trusted them to a different level that I did not feel at the very beginning that we got together. I didn't immediately jump into that. I think a gradual relationship is a really big green flag for me. I love a trauma dump, bitch. I have a podcast. But I also love when somebody really chooses you to open up to. And they and they respect that. I think that's huge. Okay. A red flag. When they're super passive and have the mentality that you need to come to them to make plans, to see them, whatever. I appreciate somebody who's a go with the flow. Don't get me wrong. I love that. But honey, it is 50 fucking 50. Step up. Make that damn reservation at the restaurant. I don't give a fuck if it's Olive Garden. I don't even know if they take reservations. No tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. But um, I will say, I will, I will set my ass anywhere. But damn, even can I come over to your place? Anything. It needs to be... Where I am not just chasing you, bitch. That's a red flag. That is a red flag. I love some passive energy. You know, it's not even moving mountains for me. Honey, just give me some fucking effort. I know that is bare minimum, but it is a red flag when somebody has that mentality of like, you can plan the dates. You can plan when we go. I'm down to see you whenever, but you need to initiate. No, 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 no. My time is valuable, and honey, you need to value your time more. You need to value your time more. Because what do you mean I'm going to sit back and you can just, you know, you call and I'll be there. How about you text me and say, honey, I miss you or I want you to come there. Oh, my God. See, I'm, I'm getting real right now. But, like, that that for me is, like, that's such a fuck off way to be, like, oh, I care about you so I don't, I don't reach out but you know I'll be there. No, 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 no. How about you let me know? Because if I fall off, if I fall off and quit making plans, you telling me you, what? You're not going to come over no more? Really? Question for the panel. Are you not coming over anymore? Because I'm the one making the fucking plans. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to have to give another red flag. Like, bitch, we might have to do doubles now. Second second red flag. Another, another red flag for me. With that. To the passiveness. When they don't have that separate interest or separate hobby or separate friends honey go live your life 
go live your life because the privilege and the pleasure of being together is that we are two lives merged. I could hang out with my friends. I could have, I could do everything that we do together alone, but I choose you, Sarah Bareilles. I choose, choose you. Y'all know that song? <laughs> That's a Cole staple, bitch. I choose. Oh, I love that song. Woo, she was nasty on that. Anyway, but I choose you. I choose you to join in on the life that I've already carved out for myself. You need to have your life that you love, value, and cherish, and you include me in that. Oh my God, I do not want a Batman and Robin situation where Robin living in my damn house, doing my damn food, using my damn costumes. Honey, you need to have your Batcave, and I have my Batcave, and then we can be the Robin in each other's Batcave. Does that make sense? That was such a straight man analogy, but damn. Girl, we really reaching all the demographics tonight. Hello. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that is such a damn red flag to me. Um, okay. Here's a huge green flag for me. When someone is open to learn, but not only open to learn, but open to be corrected. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You don't have to be right about everything, baby. Especially, this makes me think about, especially things when we're talking about, we're talking about people, because I mean, girl, even though I am in the community, even though I am LGBT, there are people in my community that are very ignorant to a lot of things. And I think that goes across the board. I think we all can learn a little bit about one another. And I think that we need to be open to learning about one another. Because the thing is, like, regardless of how you feel politically, sexually, you know, whatever your race, religion, gender, anything, you will always be surrounded in life. You know, you go to a cafe, you go to a grocery store, you will see other people in there that are different than you. And a lot of people want nothing more than you just to say, you know what, I respect you. I respect your existence. And if you need a helping hand, I'm here to help. That's it. That's just co-humanity. Like, that is that is literally just the bare fucking minimum. But when someone doesn't know everything or, you know, maybe has hang-ups about things or doesn't quite understand you know fucking gender oh my god like how much we talk about fucking gender but like the thing is i love when someone can come to you and they say here's where i'm setting in my ignorance or here's where i'm setting in maybe you know how i grew up or what my religious background was or whatever i am just curious to learn that to me is a huge green flag not well this is my life and i'm stuck in my ways no 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 I understand not knowing everything, but being willing to like learn and grow and just listen sometimes, you know, even if it's not coming out of my mouth, damn, you know, maybe we just 
are curious together and want to discover together. And that to me is a huge green flag and something that has become an absolute necessity in relationships for me. Healthy debate, but also healthy curiosity and healthy learning and healthy growth, healthy correction. It's a process of learning. And I think, you know, those discussions and debates, like that's very important that they're not getting angry or frustrated that you're trying to like inform them about things. Bitch, do you want to be where you just know your life and how you grew up and your background and your opinions? Like, I think that's so boring. Don't get me wrong. There are times politically that I'm like, oh my God, will you shut the hell up about certain people, right? Totally. But at the same time, I need to like listen and I need to like just try and just, I don't have to agree with them, but I at least need to say, you know, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from from you? Because I can either walk around, especially, I mean, girl, we're getting really real right now, but especially in a time that we are seeing so much open LGBT discrimination, am I to believe that everyone in my life who has ever even remotely had conservative views fucking hates me and wants me to be discriminated? I, I can't believe that. That's, that's like absolutely harmful to me to believe that all these people who I feel genuinely love me, that in, you know, my relatives, anybody in my life that maybe views, has different views than me, um, if I'm just going to believe that they actively hate me, that is not the way to go around. And that's the thing with a partner. It is a red flag if you think I hate you because I'm trying to inform you or keep you in the loop. And, but honey, you can inform me too. That's a fucking major, 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 major green flag to just want to learn together. If I marry somebody, or when I marry somebody, let's manifest that and put it out in the world. When we all marry people, we are going to see a thousand different changes in the world together. And we need to be able to openly discuss, learn, and see that together. Because that is one of the issues. I just made a TikTok about this the other day. When you got old people that cannot accept that the world is changing around them. Honey, I, I refuse. I refuse to be that way. And that's why I want a partner so red flag for me this is kind of specific but i have seen this happen to a couple of my friends before and it's it's very specific but it makes me think um when someone has like a really bad circle of friends and they're the poster child or the good one y'all know exactly what i'm talking about and i'm sure you have seen this in your life with friends partners exes where they have friends that idolize them but they're also like not good people so, you know, yeah, that doesn't change the fact that your partner's the good one of the group, but why are you hanging around people like that you, even your partner sometimes feels is below them? They want to be around a circle, not a circle of, not a group of people that challenges them or, or, or motivates them or drives them. It's, it's a group of people that are truly bad influences and like bad vibes. And the crazy thing is, a lot of times when you point that out, then you're the issue. That is a red flag to me. That if I don't feel like the friend, I want to be able to be friends with the friends. You know what I'm saying? I want to get down with the friends of the friends. Then that's great. I don't need them to be my friends in replacement of my friends, but I need to know that you got a good group of people around you. Because damn, isn't that crazy? Like, isn't that fucking crazy? Like when you go and you see everybody and they walk up and then, you know, you're like, oh, let me meet your friends. They all walk up. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Okay. 
Another red flag. This is a major one for me. I think moving too fast is a red flag. I am about trusting impulse. And now listen, maybe I would have never introduced somebody to my mom on the first date, second date, third date. Maybe that was like a fifth date rule. If the person feels right, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it, right? Like, there's little things that I think you can kind of curve about. Hey, I'm, I'm going to introduce you to my friends the second date. Fuck it. What's the worst that's going to happen? It goes bad? Okay, next, we're out, you know? But for me, moving too fast to the degree of, like, we're official, we're moving in together, we're getting married, I refuse. I refuse. My good sis Ariana Grande, honey. I love her to death, and we had to talk about that news on here, but we got to talk about her. That is a girl that feels security, and she jumps in, and I, I, I know that feeling, honey. I know that feeling so well, and I get it. But that is a girl who feels security, jumps in, and lets it all hang loose. And you know what? She has lived a thousand lives, and in some part of my brain, I'm jealous of that. I'm jealous of the fact that she just lets herself fall into things. But moving too fast to me, especially when it's heavily influenced by my partner, we should date. We should make this official. We should do this. This is a two-way street, baby. This is a two-way street. And, you know, as much as I love the surprise of... This is kind of what I think about. Like, you know, like, as much as I love the surprise of a proposal or as much as I love, like, the spectacle of a proposal, there better be a damn conversation before that proposal where I at least imply that I am at a stage in my life where I'm ready for that to, and that we are ready for that together. Fuck the surprise. Fuck the spoiler. If you want to do a random day in January or on a fucking boat in March, I don't give a damn. It can be that surprise. But if you come up and pull up to me like I, a girl and you pull up to me in a damn shopping mall or you pull up to me outside Bergner's and you and you whip that ring out, it's going to be a fat ass no. <laughs> because we're moving too fast. We're moving too fast. Even if I was ready, you're just going to assume that I'm good with that? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, ma'am. Oh, boy. No, ma'am. We're getting real. We're getting real. No, well, We've talked about a damn thousand topics, but I'm serious. We're getting fucking real. This is how these green flags and this red flags are such a good, such a good, like, thing to keep in check because a lot of times I will have people talk about a red flag or a green flag, and it gives me insight on some shit of my past. I'm like, damn. Um... A simple green flag, red flag combo is it is a green flag if it feels effortless and it is a red flag if it feels like it is constant work. I can apply that to fucking five, six of my past relationships. I walked when it felt like work. I stayed along way too damn long, but I walked when it felt like work and I will stick around if it feels effortless, if it feels fun. If I'm overthinking what emoji I'm sending you via fucking text, I need to wrap it up. Or I need to take a step back or something because the amount of anxiety I'm feeling in this relationship, it is no longer effortless. Like that is, that is what I'm saying. Like it is a, it is a huge, that is the headspace of it all. So this is kind of a dumb ass. Um, let's do a, let's do a, um, let's do a, a two-parter. This is kind of stupid, but I think a red flag for me is when you see dating profiles and they have a fuck ton of people in the photos. One. And number two, that it's with a fuck ton of people that you would think eligibly they would date. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So, 
So what kind of cult fuck situation y'all got going on? Like all all y'all fucking each other or what's going on here? And the, the the you know the Tinder rule that if it's a group photo, look for the one that's that you would absolutely not date and it is for sure. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> you know it's true. It is for sure the one that you don't want. You say, damn, this photo got Channing Tatum, Zach Efron, and the thumb from Spy Kids. I really wonder which one. Oh, second photo. Oh, this girl has the thumb from Spy Kids. Well, who who'd have thought? Who'd have fucking thought? Who'd have thought? And that is the rule of Tinder. You will always see it is always that one in the group photo that's trying to hit you up. Mary, I'm next. Like next. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, but let's go with that one. Also, this is another thing that's really hard on dating apps. Like, I see it all the time. Honey, we can be a little flirty. We can be a little flirty for sure. Whatever. If I get one more goddamn text message that says something about how I'm like, I'm about to hop in the shower without me. Yes. What the hell? I'm about to go for a picnic. Oh, that would be really fun naked. What the fuck is wrong with you? There are kids here. There are kids here. What the hell? I am all for flirting. I am all for putting the hand on your back. I am all for saying, damn, you look good in those jeans, which nobody is saying to me because I am built like the plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. But regardless of all that, if anybody is like, girl, you look good or whatever, thank you. I appreciate that. But if every single fucking breathing moment you got to change the topic to sex, I'm not texting you anymore. I'm going to send you the iMessage games and we're going to play cup pong and you're in timeout until you calm down, sir. I need to have another glass of wine. Oh boy. Okay. Well, you know what I mean. Um, a green flag to me. When they get super excited and nerdy and geeky about shit that they're passionate about. Oh my god! Oh my god! I love it. I don't care how stupid it is. I have been with men that they got excited about politics. I've been with men. Bitch, I'm, I'm, mine's Scooby-Doo. I could talk about Scooby-Doo all damn night. And I love when somebody makes you feel okay and special for your interests and makes you feel like, you know what? I don't care how geeky you are. I don't care how dorky it is that you love this shit. I am happy that you have passions in your life. Like, I am not miserable enough. You know, and girl, you know, there's always going to be something that maybe is a turnoff. I'm not, I'm a real person, right? You know, if somebody say, oh, I'm, I'm in the furries, I'm really going to have to take, and that is no shade, no tea, but I'm going to have to take a step back and say, am I okay with this? Of course. You know, I'm Harry Potter people. I'm sorry. I'm not into Harry Potter. I've never seen one of the damn movies or books. So sorry. And fuck JK Rowling while we're at it. But, um, she's a transphobe in case y'all didn't know that one. But, um, but, <laughs> but I'll just say, like, that's one for me. I'm like, okay, yeah, you obsessed with Harry Potter. Like, I'm sorry. This is almost a disconnect at this point because I don't know shit about that. But at the same time, I love when somebody is, like, passionate about something. And a red flag to tag on to that is when somebody makes you feel stupid for being excited about stuff. Fuck you. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Let me, let me enjoy living, honey. Let me live my life and enjoy myself. And you can live your life and enjoy yourself. And how about we cheer each other on? How about that? Because I hate when somebody makes you feel stupid for some shit. Quit making me feel damn stupid. You know, you know, a really funny way to make somebody feel stupid, but it's in a loving way. 
For example, if I'm talking about Scooby-Doo and I'm like, did you know his full name was Scoobert? And they look at me like, damn. That is that is just crazy that you just shared that. And then I can be like, I'm sorry. I look like a dumbass. They're like, no, it's just, it's just, you know, like, you know, that feeling like that feeling when they make you feel like, oh, my God, you are you are truly a goofball. But you're my goofball. <laughs> We're getting a little too Wattpad fan fiction tonight. But, you know, that feeling like, oh. Like, oh my god, you're so sweet. Like, you made me feel stupid, but in a, in a funny way. I'm laughing with you, not at you. Like, oh my god, I, I like, I love you. Like, I love you so much. Oh boy. Okay. I think with, uh, so kind of like just to recap, I guess. With this, like, when you are dating or like speaking to somebody, we will ignore these signs, honey. They are loud and clear. Like, I am sure just like in this talking that y'all are like, Y'all, we like. I am sure we are at the same mental place right now that we're like, damn. I can think of a list right now of people and things that I ignored and when these applied and yada yada yada. But like, friends do not have those love goggles on. You know, friends do not have those like rose colored glasses on that we have on. That is good and bad because a lot of times I feel like we have friends in our life that are way too harsh on our partners. But at the same time, a good friend is a good friend. And if you trust them and you believe them and you believe that they want what's best for you, it is so important to have friends in our lives that keep us afloat in these relationships that like really are giving their honest truth to us and like want what's best for us. There is a way that that situation can be very manipulative, right? There are ways that like you might feel like your friends resent you or you feel like your friends like don't want you in a relationship, you know, like, especially if you're spending, like, a lot of time with your partner, like, then it kind of starts to feel like your friends, like, want, don't want you to be happy. Like, I know I felt that way before, right? But at the same time, if you have good friends in your life that want what's best for you, they truly do. And if they are bringing red flags up about your significant other or green flags at that, and they truly have tried to get to know them or have spent time in their space, it is best to really believe them or at least put it in your psyche where you're looking for those things. If your friend is like, hey, I think your partner is very dismissive of you at times. Okay. Why do you feel that way? You know, elaborate. Maybe it's not, okay, I'm going to break up with them. It's okay. So let me start looking for times that my partner is being dismissive of me. And just entertain that thought. Maybe I've never noticed that before. But entertaining that thought that your friends like place in there, it's like, okay, I'm going to take you at your word. I'm not going to jump the gun too quick, but I am going to say, you know what? Maybe you're seeing something that I am so fucking in love right now that I can't see. And I think that is such a valuable, valuable, valuable thing to navigate these like red and green flags about like our partners, our men, the people in our lives this can apply to friends too, totally. Like anyone in your life that you're like, oh my God, red and green flags about them. Like what are those? What are what are things other people are seeing that I might not see? Because damn. And the thing is, this is the mantra I want to leave off on. If you look for it, you will find it. That is good and bad. But if somebody keeps telling you something, they're like, this is bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news. If you look in the direction that they are probably pointing at, you will find what they're talking about. 
That's why we don't look. <laughs> That's why we say, no! No, he's a sweetie! Because deep down, deep down, we know. Um, oh my god, that, if you look for it, you'll find it shit. I, the first time I saw that was when someone was talking about how um, you're talking to somebody and their Instagram following keeps going up. Like, the, the accounts they follow, you're like, okay, so you just followed somebody. If I look through your following, I'm going to find someone prettier, younger, skinnier, you know, everything. I'm going to find it. So you know what? I'm not going to look. I'm just not going to fucking look. Because I, I, if I look for it, I'll find it. Um, to make a long story short, thank you guys so much. Um, I have not seen Barbie yet as the time that this podcast has been posted. So I'm going to try and see Barbie this week so we can recap Barbie next week. Um, so that's our challenge for the week. Um, go see Barbie. Please DM me any red flags, green flags that you have about your partners or exes or whatever. And just like what you look for, because you know what, this has been a really good springboard for me, really going into my next relationships or going, you know, going forward, really what my priorities are and my thoughts on like, you know, what my standards are. So yeah, great episode talking with you guys. Um, welcome to the 40 minute episode era. Hey! Well done, Mama. So, anyway, I love you. I will see you next week on the tanning booth. Bye. Got a minute? Get a tan. Yeah. One of our interns here, uh, she said that you make music for gays. I do. I'm not there. She looked at me like. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. So? No, what now? I mean, it's not specifically for that audience. You just make music, right? I guess. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.